Welcome to Pardon the Intermission, a podcast that takes a look at movies, TV, and all things entertainment from the past, the present, and the future. Remember to subscribe and like the podcast and give a review. This helps out the podcast and is greatly appreciated. Now on to the show. Yes, hey everyone, welcome to Pardon the Intermission. I'm Eric. And I'm Jason. And we are Hope. We are Hope. What am I even saying? We, we hope you're all doing well out there. We Boy, that's are a- Hope. Hope be us. We, we are hope. hope. I know, I'm, I'm speaking like Yoda now. You sound like an Ewok, yeah. too. <laughs> we are Hope, Hope, Hope. That's more like uh, the little munchkins from uh, munch- Wizard, of, Wizard, Wizard of Oz. Oz. Yeah. Oh, you can't refer to them the as munchkins anymore. The lollipop kid. Oh, we can't say munchkins anymore? You have to anymore? say they're little people. Oh, really? Okay. We represent the lollipop you can't cube. Say, no, wait, but munchkins are a made-up group in a uh, from Frank Oz. It doesn't matter. Council council culture still says we have to refer to them as little people. We We cannot call them munchkins anymore. Oh, well. I guess I'm going to get canceled. Oh, well. You will. Oh, well. You better lose sleep over it. It's a good thing nobody listens to the show anyway. (laughs) Yeah, right? Uh Uh-oh. Does that mean our numbers have dropped? (laughs) I don't know. I'm just saying, right? I don't know. I'm not assuming. Speaking of listening to the show, everyone, we are glad to have you on this edition of Pardon the Intermission. As he said, he's Eric. I'm Jason. And uh, when you have a chance, make sure you talk to your friends about us give us those five star ratings download the show share the link with your friends and of course you can follow us always on social media at facebook at pardon the intermission and at uh well twitter formally but now x at yes. uh, pti underscore podcast you, you know I, and i was thinking too uh, jason maybe they might not want to tell their friends about it after some of the comments were making. i do they not might, doubt they it. might just just tell them okay you can listen to the show yeah. but that doesn't represent you know when you're telling your friends say it doesn't yeah. represent the way i feel i don't know anyway i'm just I'm gonna just, say haters gonna hate isn't it kind of crazy though it's yeah. it's uh not to get too far off track from what we were no, gonna yeah, talk about but good. but uh yeah it's it's a weird it's a weird thing right that you know, the world has changed so much. It's God like, it and I don't even know what can you say, what can you not say now. I mean, should we even care about it anymore? Right? It's like you have to treat everybody with kid gloves nowadays. Yeah. And I understand not wanting to hurt people's feelings. Okay. But when it gets to the point where you're renaming cities and towns and you're renaming the streets and you're renaming stadiums yeah. and you're renaming movies because they have certain well, and words. And you're changing movies. And you're changing. Exactly. Editing, you're going Thank in you. and editing the movie. Thank you. It's one thing, like, especially with Disney did this, where they put the disclaimer in the right. beginning of the movie, right? This is an old right. movie. There right. might be some stuff in here that upsets you. But yeah. now they're literally going now in mm-hmm. and re-editing these movies and taking certain things out which is ridiculous yeah and look i'm not i'm not culturally insensitive here i'm not a bigot i'm not a racist i'm not culturally insensitive but at some point that proverbial rubber's got to hit the road here all right and it's just like you know come on if my grandmother used to tell me jason if you don't like something don't even pay attention to it yeah all right if something offends you do you really have to go on a one-man crusade to try and ban every book that offends you, every movie that offends you, every football team that has a derogatory name or connotation to it? I mean, well, I guess your, could, what offends you is not going to offend the next four or five other people. Well, so I, saying, I, I guess you know everybody could find something that offends them personally, you know, in some way. Well, yeah, we've all been offended. So, so I mean, it's, it's, yeah. So I mean, everything would have to be changed. You know, I, I yeah. think that's the kind of the slippery slope that we're on is that then it becomes everything has to be changed. And you yeah, know, 
So anyway. Yeah, I know. It's, anyway, yeah. So it's just like, wow, look at the snowflakes I falling that, from the sky. Well, you know, it's gonna, we're going to have to go find movies on VHS that haven't been uh, uh, edited now, you know? Oh, you know what? I see. I smell a rebirth of VHS. There, I know. We're right going right to do it. I, bring I beta, to, hell, bring Beta back for the hell of it. Betamax. You know, <laughs> right. I, I'm, I'm trying to bring the DVDs back, right? Remember? So I had... Uh, yeah, but see, I feel bad because ever since your, uh, your, uh, your 3D TV oh, crapped out, oh, you man, have all no, those 3D oh. Blu-rays that you blew money on, man. Well, yeah, but... Yeah, I can still watch the regular. Oh, they have a regular disc in it. Yeah, yeah. There's a regular disc in it, and not just the okay. 3D. So you can, I can watch the regular Blu-ray, right? Okay. So, well, you know, I not, guess okay. You know, yeah. six and one half dozen or the other. I guess. <laughs> so right? I'm, not, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not too worried about it. Yeah, it's, it's, there's a positive side to it. Right. I'm still hoping if anybody's out there that has the technology to do this or the yeah. understanding of the technology, I'm hoping somebody comes up with a unit like a DVD player mm-hmm. that can somehow convert a TV you have. Yeah into a 3d tv right that would be pretty amazing yeah that technology should be out there because a lot back in the day we talked about this before but the tvs would come with the 3d technology built in them right right you couldn't just buy like a dvd player with a 3d technology in it and then just use them on any tv you had to have that 3d technology but anyway i'm I'm hoping that maybe they'll figure out a way to do that with the the tvs that are there yeah they did it in the old days in the old days i remember you know back in the 50s that's when they came out with the 3d uh movies where they had the uh Mm -hmm. special glasses you'd have to wear in the movie theater, right right? and then they were they were the blue and the red uh yeah right you got them in like lenses you got them in what the little popcorn bins or something or did they hand them out to you no i well i think they just hand them when you bought your ticket i don't know I, i wasn't around in the 50s i can't are you sure I know about you that? think i'm old but man i'm not that hey, old you have more gray than i do man <laughs> but anyway my point is is that and then later in the in the uh, 70s late 70s and 80s they had a resurgence of these old 50s mm-hmm. 3d movies and yeah. so you would like you would go and they would have specials with like pepsi or coke and you would go buy you know the the product and get your 3d glasses and they would say yeah. at a certain time you can watch it on your old tube tv they yeah. were broadcasting it yeah right and and you could watch a 3d movie with the glasses it didn't look great but it was kind of cool so that's my I'm, yeah. that's my point i'm getting at is that you know they found a way to do it back then you know through the technology in the 70s maybe they can find right. a way to anyway. look we have ai you telling me that we have AI well, technology, but we can't make that kind of technology you're inferring. I know. Well, you know, that's the problem is that everybody's getting these oculuses and these, you know, these Apple my, View. What are those Apple glasses called? It's called the Apple View, I think. Apple View, I yeah. Think so my daughter has the Oculus. That, okay. Yeah, and that's she amazing, does. right? Not real, not for me. It messes up my equilibrium. So really? Get sick. Seriously. Yeah, are you so she, yeah, seriously. So when she got the Oculus, it already comes programmed with, I think, like about three or four games that you can use for free. Yeah. And so one of them is a game where you uh you impersonate impersonate a gorilla and you're running in the jungle and oh you have to gosh. like climb up trees and, and rocks and stuff it like that. That sounds totally cool. <laughs> it, it actually is totally cool up until the point where I started getting really sick. Oh my god! Like less than two minutes into the game, I'm there playing it and all of a sudden I feel really, really queasy. And I'm like, oh man, should this be happening? And yeah. so I kind of brushed it off at, the, at just for that moment. And then as I started getting deeper and deeper into the game, I'm like, oh, now I'm really feeling sick. No and so, way. I, no kidding. So I ripped off the Oculus and put it down. And then sure enough, my my sickness, my nausea feeling, my nauseousness went away like within I don't know four or five minutes. Wow! And I, so I'm and I try and just to test it out, Eric, I tried playing it again like uh, a week later. Okay. Same thing happened. Wow. I started feeling nauseous. And so I just, I, I w- at that time, I self-diagnosed myself with an equilibrium problem caused by the game. Yep. And, and you said, that's it. That's it. Yeah. And I haven't played it since then. Wow. So I just, that's, I, that's crazy. Yeah. I mean, I, I've heard yeah. of that happening, like people getting, you know, motion sickness. I just never yeah. knew anybody that actually. So oh, it's I mean, for real. But I mean, you go on rides at Disneyland and everything. None of that stuff affects you. No. 
but it's just nope. that that game. Just that game. Did yeah. you did you try the elevator one? In, no, in the no, beginning. I didn't. no. There's one and there's one to kind of get used to it. I think it comes preloaded too. Where okay, that, that's how I got introduced, and it was the elevator yeah. where basically you you walk into the elevator, you hit the button, and it looks like you're going way way up. Okay, and then the elevator door opens. Okay, and it's literally like a, a board. That, that's what you're walking out. So you're walking out on a board okay. and you're looking down, you're looking around. So it's like you're up in the, in the air. That freaked me out at first. You're up in the air, you know, and you're <laughs> yeah. just like standing on a board and right. then you turn around, there's the elevator. I mean, I was literally like, you know, people were laughing huh. at me. I was like, okay. whoa. And then, and then they go, now jump off. And so you, you like <laughs> jump and literally you're like, Rah! you know, you, you could see yourself falling down. Oh, that had to be a weird sensation. Oh yeah. It was crazy. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Okay. Was that fun, would definitely but... make me yak then if I tried to do that. <laughs> no way. That wouldn't be good. But it's crazy. But okay. So the point being is that <clears throat> We're way beyond that 3D technology. Actually, that the technology yeah. I'm asking for is like old school because you get in these Oculus <coughs> viewing things. Exactly. And, and, and it's a whole different world. I mean, that's so it's... Yeah. Come on, peeps. Get with the times. Anyway, hey, uh, we got some good news possibly. Um, we heard today Hopefully. that what? They're uh, starting to actually <clears throat> talk... Mm-hmm. do some serious negotiations on a strike, right? That is correct. According to a story that I found in Variety Magazine, yeah. it looks like members of the WGA, the Writers Guild of America, and the AMPTP, the American uh, Movie Producers, something or other, I don't know what that acronym truly stands for, <laughs> uh, are deep back into negotiations. And apparently as of this date, which is Friday, September 21st, Oh, here it is, right here. It's the Alliance of Motion Picture, Picture. and Television, Television. Producers. Producers. Okay. That's at A N E T P. So apparently, as of today, they are meeting back at the table in Sherman Oaks alongside four top entertainment CEOs, who have spent three days in the room now. Uh, oh, this is interesting. Our favorite, here. our favorite Disney's Bob Iger. Warner Brothers Discovery's head, David Zasloff, who we spoke about on the last episode of Pardon the Intermission, is involved in those meetings, as are NBC Universal's Donna Langley and Netflix's Ted Sarandos. Wow. Very interesting. So we got some very, very powerful shakers and bakers in that room there, Eric. So yeah, and and at this point is basically this is they're just they're just talking. So they have nothing to report on exactly if you know how it went, what happened. Right. So as of this podcast right now, (laughs) yeah. Uh, when we're recording, there's yeah. nothing necessarily that came out yet. Right. So we don't have, but they are talking. And this is this the second meeting? I think because they didn't they have a, a like a meeting before this recently. This they week, did. I think. I think earlier this week they had. Yeah, one. yeah. So they had one. So this is yeah. the second one. So this is this is a good sign. Now this is just the the WGA. This isn't the uh, right. SAG-AFTRA. <laughs> no, correct. Yeah. But do you think if if the WGA uh, comes to some kind of uh, agreement, do you think uh, SAG's probably absolutely to follow? SAG yeah. will not be too far behind. This is going to be the domino that starts the effect here because WGA, AMPTP, I mean, those are the two biggest powerful unions in Hollywood, two of the biggest powerful unions in Hollywood. So you're absolutely right, Eric. If these two can come to terms on some type of an agreement within the next couple weeks, even the next month, then I'm willing to bet dollars to donuts that Screen Actors Guild will probably fall in suit and come to their terms on their agreement maybe a couple of weeks after they come to terms on their agreement. Whenever okay. the, whenever that happens. That's just a guess, but it's a logical guess. Yeah. <clears throat> do you think uh, – so do you think – but do you think this is a good sign? Do you think <clears throat> that this is actually going to move forward or – Well, what, what's your opinion on the situation right now? My opinion is this. I think it's progress. I'm not going to say it's a good sign. Okay. The reason why is because whenever you read stories about negotiations like these – I kind of equate it to, I'm going to throw in a sports analogy here, because you know how big of a sports fan I am to some extent as well. 
So whenever whenever sports leagues and their players associations go on strike and they negotiate, they can have 20 or 30 or 40 different meetings. The media can mm. paint it as being very optimistic, yet they can go in there and purchase the keys to a Porsche but still walk out of the room with a Ford Pinto in the parking lot. Uh, okay. So okay. this is this is progress. But I'm not exactly going to say ollie ollie oxen free until I read the next yeah. article a couple of weeks that say we are very close to an agreement. Yeah. So okay. I mean, but again, this is progress and this is a good sign. At least it's a good sign, especially with these type with these types of people here. Ted Sarandos, Bob Iger, and David Zasloff, et cetera, et cetera. When those types of people are getting back into the room together, that's progress. Yeah. So that's how I that's my opinion of well, it. Well, I think Bob Iger for sure has uh, some yeah. motivation to try to get stuff done because I know Disney is probably yeah. hurting. Now these others yeah. I'm not yeah. sure. I mean, Netflix has got a ton of content. I mean yeah. you know, Netflix is not necessarily dependent on uh, their original content, you know. Well, kind of. Uh, uh, well, okay, I I, I do take that back. I walk that back a little bit. I mean, they've had a lot of success with like Stranger yeah. Things, which is on hold. Stranger Things. I'm trying well, to think of anything else. That, well, they've had a few of their locally produced or their few of their local uh, their local content nominated for Oscars. Uh, yeah. Power of the Dog was nominated for numerous. Well, I'm Academy not saying Awards. it's not good content, but I, I guess I guess what I was saying, what I was getting at, is that you know they just have so much, just such a catalog of yes, other content that they don't necessarily <clears throat> they don't necessarily need the other stuff on there. Is yeah, what you're saying. yeah. Okay. So yeah, yeah I, I don't know. And then of course I think uh, what was the other one? Uh, Zasloff, mm -hmm. you know, uh, Discovery, uh, HBO. What is it called now? It's called uh, where is it at? Warner uh, Brothers Discovery. Warner Brothers Discovery. Yeah. yeah I mean, I, yeah, he's got. You know, I'm sure NBC's probably got. They they want this uh, thing to come to an end, and so does yep. uh, David Zasloff with Warner Brothers Discovery yep. there. But yeah, yeah. So it, it it this is positive. This is good. This is good. <laughs> if we get good content out of it, I'll like it. If they go, if they end this strike and we get the crap we've been getting, <laughs> right? No kidding. You know, it's like okay, well, maybe go back on strike. I don't know. This strike has lasted 144 days. Yeah, God, I, it I doesn't that, seem yeah. like it's been that long. No, it really doesn't. Because I mean, it's just time has flown by so fast, and we've had a lot of other good content to talk about that really. This took kind of like a, a back seat until we finally were able to get to it. But I was just like looking at that saying 144-day writer strike. Yeah. Wow, that's you a know, long I, time for a strike. The other thing, too, I mean, writers, you know, writers are kind of on the back end. Actors are more up front up with front. the public. But, yeah, right, you know, right. I, I think a lot of the sediment that I seem to read and hear from the public is that they really don't care. I mean, you know, and, the, and yeah. that, that, that sometimes that these guys – now, it's, it's true. I think a lot of the actors don't make top dollar. You know, you only have, there's a few, and we talked about it before, there's a few cream yeah, of the sure. crop that are going to make top dollars. Same with the writers. Yeah. Um, but I think, you know, people tend to think that they're kind of more spoiled and, and you know, they get, yeah. you know, and that kind of thing. So that's why I think they don't sure. have a lot of sympathy from the public at this point. Yeah. Um, but uh, I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. If it comes out, I like I told you before, I kind of have a suspicion that, a lot of these companies too have used this to kind of trim a lot of the excess and, mm -hmm. and probably bring an AI, set an AI up, and they may they may go ahead and, and settle, but then they may be like, "Well, we're only going to hire one or two of you back from the twenty we had from the staff of twenty. Yeah. So that you know, yeah. this could be this could work against them. I, I don't it know. It could it could work out well, but it could also blow up right in their faces. Yeah. So we'll see what happens. Hey, you know who didn't meet with them though? In here is uh, yeah. Jeff Bezos, and we do have a story about uh, Amazon here, yeah. right? This is interesting. Amazon. Now, okay, you're gonna. We'll, we'll tell the story, and then and then yeah. let me know what you think after I, I present it to you. Here, Amazon. Um, 
plans the stories from the Nerdist. Amazon plans uh, ads for Prime Video. Price increase for ad-free experience. Here's the deal. Do we not pay for Amazon Prime through our Amazon Prime membership? Yes, we do. So they're gonna. So here's the deal. So they're gonna add on top of this. Here's the deal. I've always been upset that Amazon Music is not included. Now they have a stripped down music version that's included with the Prime membership. But if you yep. want to get, you know, there are a lot of songs you can't get unless you get the music. If you, right. you know, subscribe separately to the music. Yeah. Um, if you want to download 40 Licks by the Rolling Stones, you're not going to get that with just the basic membership that you have. Yeah, and then that yeah. that one's even come... I, I can't even use that anymore because I used to use that. And I would, okay, oh, it's fine. Whatever you have on their songs that I like, I'll play those. I won't yeah. worry about the others. <laughs> but then you go into like Skip or to Go, and then it only lets you search maybe two or three times. It's like Pandora. And then now you've yeah. got to sign up for their service, <clears throat> right? Yeah. Um. So so I've already given up on the music portion. If I, I cannot believe... I, I don't know. I can and I cannot believe it. So if Amazon does this, I mean, this is going to be a huge shocker. I mean, basically, Amazon, I can just see it already. They're trying to split, and they're in every uh, division of their company yeah. is going to be a separate <clears throat> subscription. The music is one. The TV and the movies are another. And yeah. then... Uh, you know the prime, the free shipping, and all that'll be another. Yeah, and and now and on top of that too, don't they have Audible too? And that's they, a, that's another separate subscription. The, yeah, they own Audible, which is the obviously the platform where you download audiobooks from, and you yeah. can also get podcasts on there as well. So I the, I don't I do not like this man. I'm just you know what it is. Yeah, I know. And, and I'll tell you, and I'll let I'll and then I'll uh, uh take the uh, yeah sure take the reins off you, and you can go for it. But I, oh, the, the reason I don't like it is just because I'm tired of paying more and more and more and more subscription fees. Yeah. I understand they have some comment the only, uh, content. Sorry, they they're yeah. you know they're trying to put content on here, and it costs. I understand all that, but this it, to me is no good, no good. So does that mean? Well, it'll be interesting to see what happens. I don't think they've completely, you know, thought this. I mean, not that they haven't thought it through, but I don't think they've completely let us know exactly what they're going to do. Um, they say, uh, follows in the footsteps. I'll just read a little bit of this article and then we'll go. Follows in the footsteps of many streamers who recently added ads to their content strategies, such as Netflix and Disney, Max and more. Prime Video has long remained ad-free. But it seems like the siren song of ad revenue is too strong to resist. For those who continue to desire adless and commercial free existence prime video will offer an ad free tier but it will come at a price and this says, here's what we know there's no specific date for when this is going to happen but it's expected to happen in early of 2024 hmm. now here's the deal though you know that this is yeah because it's talking about right here uh how much will ad free prime video cost okay if commercials in your Prime movies and TV shows doesn't sound like a fun time, you can play or you can pay, sorry, to keep your experience ad-free. In the U.S., ad-free Prime video will cost $2.99 more a month on top of the annual Prime fee of $139. So what is that? Three times 12 is what? $32? Yes, it is. Added a year. <clears throat> and that's just the beginning. Because Prime has went up. Do you remember when Prime was like, well, I think it was under $99, but it I remember. Was. Yeah. When my wife and I first became Prime Prime members, we were only paying $75 a year. 
a membership for it for the membership and and yeah. and okay and and let's say yeah you didn't have prime video at that point right correct prime, yeah so prime it was video just the free did, shipping it was just for doing the shopping online on amazon.com yeah. yeah and then so now you know we're up to every year is a price increase and now we're up to 139 let's say 140 and then you yes. add so essentially it's going to be 172 yep roundabout plus taxes included Oh, depending yeah, on where yeah. you live, so they got to factor sales and state income tax depending on where you live. So I mean, I, it'll be interesting to see if people want to do this. I don't think people, I don't think people care too much about ads to go for the free. I mean, everybody, everybody is everybody's tightening their belt right now. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. So I don't think people care too much about the ads, and, and mm-hmm. they won't want to pay for the ad free version. Yeah. The problem's going to be is that they're going to see that oh, people don't want to pay for it. So what they're going to have to do mm-hmm. is they're going to say, okay, we'll give you Prime, but you can only have a very limited amount of shows because they only have so many shows there anyway, and the rest of them you have to buy or rent anyway. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, so they're going to have, and then they're, so it's just going to, my point is, it's going to keep going and going and going until you probably mm-hmm. get two or three free shows with your, with your, uh, regular prime membership. And then they're going to yeah. add who knows how much to right. have the video service. Right. Um, okay. I'll let you take it away. What do you think? What are your thoughts? This sucks. <laughs> okay. This yeah. sucks. Well, that's something to up real quick. Okay. So, um, okay, on to the next topic. Yeah, oh, obviously, I'm going to elaborate here a little bit. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. This go ahead. sucks. Now, the two main things, the two main thoughts that are floating around in this thick skull I have called a head are these. Number one, okay. It's a very nice, uh, nicely shaped skull there. So. I don't know. It's kind of oblong on the top here, maybe. I don't know. I feel like a, like a Nazca skull from Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. <laughs> oh, my God. You know, we'll get yeah. into that later. But so, my, my two thoughts floating around in my mind are this. Number one, I think. Ads on streaming platforms were inevitable. I'll elaborate on that in just a little bit. Okay. Number two, okay, my thought is this. If streaming services are going to continue to raise our membership fees and say that ads are the reason why they need to raise our membership fees, then you need to make better content available to us mm. using Amazon Prime as an example, Okay. And actually, I'll get, I don't want to go backwards. So let me start forwards first on my first explanation as to why I think this was inevitable. Okay. Think about it. Okay. Back in the days of good old fashioned analog TV, when you had the three, I mean, we still have the three major broadcasters CBS, NBC, and ABC. They're still around, but just in different iterations. Yeah. Okay. Back in the days of good old fashioned analog TV, when you would sit back and watch your favorite shows on TV, watch the news, you had commercials that were programmed in with the regular TV programming. Okay, mm-hmm. that's how the that's how the advertisers made their money. TV stations would pay them an X amount of dollars to air their ads for their products and goods and services on their shows, and then vice versa. TV stations would also make money off the ads that were being played on uh, the stations as well because the advertisers would be charged $500, $1,000 or whatever to run a certain amount of ads for a particular amount of time, okay? This is exactly like what t- analog TV was like back in the day, only it's yes. streaming. So when you think about it, this the ads on streaming platforms mean more to the advertisers than they do the streaming platforms themselves. Mm. Okay, The advertisers need this type of entertainment, need these types of platforms to sell their dog food and their hair supply products and their shoes and their groceries and everything else like that. It was, to me, it was inevitable. So even though the these streaming platforms, Eric, look, Netflix is a multi-billion dollar company. Amazon Prime is a multi-billion dollar company. 
All right, Max is a multi-billion dollar streaming company. These companies don't need ad revenue to survive. I don't believe them for one mm. bloody red cent minute. All right, now, maybe I am being completely ignorant, all right? And granted, I don't know how the infrastructure works in Hollywood. I've never worked down there, and I'm glad I never have. But you got you can't tell me that a company like Netflix that makes what over what what were what were their earnings recently? I have no idea. A hundred some odd billion dollars, if not more. Really? How no. can a company that makes that much money say, "Well, we need to rely on the ad revenue to keep our streaming platforms going"? Baloney. These ads mean more to the advertisers than they do the platforms. Well, how much did they spend on uh, that Rings of uh, Power or whatever that they remade or that uh, they made? Like millions of dollars. <laughs> so millions maybe they of do dollars. need it for Maybe that they stuff. do. And again, folks, look, this is just my opinion. Granted, I'm very naive about a lot of this because I don't have a lot of inside knowledge. And at the risk of stating fallacy, which is an argument made without having substantial evidence to back up my argument, I just, uh, for my opinion is... I don't like this because I believe that the advertisers need the platforms more than they need, more than the streaming platforms need them. And so mm. my belief, Eric, is this, okay? If Amazon Prime and Netflix and Max want to start splashing commercials on their platforms, fine. Let them do it. Let them go willy-nilly until they rub themselves in peanut butter, running down the street singing, I'm an Oscar Mayer wiener, all right? But here's what they got to do, all right? If you're Amazon Prime and you're going to start instituting commercials on your platform, then cut loose the paywall on some of your programs. Let yeah. us have more access to the really good movies that we want to watch instead of having to force us to pay to watch a certain movie. Like, for example, some of the newer big-name releases that have come out that are just available, been made available within the last few months. Movies like Top Gun Maverick. Okay. Unless you have a subscription to Paramount+, Plus, you can't stream that on Amazon Prime without paying for it. Yeah. Okay. So my belief is this. If you're going to have more ads on there, then cut loose the apron strings on some of your restrictions on some of your content. Basically, you That's scratch my back and I'll scratch yours. Well, you know, I was thinking about this when you were saying it. You know, what it's probably yeah. going to also lead to is other tiers of subscription service exactly. where we'll say, you know, we'll let you have five movies a month mm -hmm. for $15 extra. We'll let you, you know, yeah. that you can rent or buy, or that you can rent, let's say not buy, but yeah, you know, and, and so it, it'll kind of do that. Didn't some of the yeah. video stores have that, uh, towards the end where they would have like a membership and then you could yep. get so many, you know, you could just walk in, basically get another video, you know, and, and you get so many per month yeah. or whatever, well, or unlimited or yeah, whatever. Yeah, Blockbuster eventually did that. Yeah. They had a Blockbuster's Rewards where you would go in and rent a certain amount of videos every week or every month. You get rewards points that you could redeem to get free rentals, And you know? And and I'll say on top of this too, the other thing that gets me with Amazon is that they have, I think they're they're looking at exactly what you're saying. They're getting real mm -hmm. greedy and they see a cash cow because they, yeah. ha they have a direct line from the consumer to the uh, seller or to the storefront yeah. yeah. they, they could have a product on their uh, you know product on their show and say yeah. click here to go right to it on Amazon to buy it yeah right mm -hmm. so they had it's kind of a little bit different setup than some of these other streamers do yeah here's the here's the other point too that you made when you're talking about old-time TV yeah that's right the idea was is that you know the ad revenue mm -hmm. drove the, the shows and that's what that's what the uh, the ad uh, revenue paid for the programming that exactly yes and, and that's what the the big three at the time you know that you that you mentioned that's yeah. how they made their money yeah here's the deal though these guys are just making money off it they're not necessarily 
Oh, what I was getting at is that yeah. the the old the old three you had to put on good shows to get eyeballs to watch to watch your commercials. Exactly. So there was that motivation to have a good show. Yeah. These guys don't have that motivation, so they can throw up any crap, which is what we've seen as of late in a lot of these shows mm-hmm. that are terrible. And because these guys are not driven by the Nielsen ratings, they don't yeah. have to worry about whether a show is popular or not. And they can go in and they can falsify the numbers as much as they want. They can say, this program is more popular than the other. But at the end of the day, we know they're lying between their teeth. That's that's the point. That, that's know? another, that's that's a huge thorn in the side there because they can't, yeah. how, who, who keeps track of the streaming numbers? And they haven't been, and until recently, and that's one yeah. thing that the writers are upset about, going back to the strike that we just talked about, right? Right, right. Is that they, they don't, you know, there's not really a system set up to, to calculate these streaming numbers, and, yeah. the, and these uh, uh, studios are not, they're not beholden to release those, mm-hmm. right, in any, in, at all, or any timely manner to, right. to, to give people an idea of actually how many, you know, how many people are streaming their shows. Yeah. So, yeah, this thing is really, I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen here. It's really messed up because it, it, it is messed up because what? it's kind of like it's, it's well, you know, at some point it, it'll get it'll get worked out probably way down the road. But right now it's kind of the Wild West. And like you say, these yeah. guys are seeing, you know, one one company sees what the other company's doing. And then now two or three companies are doing it. And every, yeah. everybody's going to jump on this bandwagon. Yeah. And unfortunately, the, the consumers, are the one that's going to hurt the price never goes down. Mm-hmm. I mean, at, well, except for Disney, because nobody wants want some but true but um yeah Yeah. uh but uh uh, the price usually never goes down Mm -hmm. and then they they find little ways i mean i don't like to be honest i don't like paying a a 139 dollars a year Mm -hmm. for free shipping for prime i don't like paying that anyway especially when prime day sucks (laughs) when they have prime day you can't even really get good stuff for prime day anyway well it's marked up it's the same it's the same retail baloney they always play but but yeah, I mean, it's it's like you know, I'm already especially for this specific uh, streaming yeah. service. I don't really watch. The only time I watch Prime is for the boys. Mm-hmm. That's it. I don't think I've ever watched another show on there anyway. I've watched a couple of shows on Prime. I started watching uh, a long time ago, or a few months ago. I started watching the uh, Wheel of Time um, series on there because I read some of the books that the mm. series are based is based off of, and the books are fantastic fantasy novels. Started watching that a little bit, uh, but mostly I usually peruse Prime to watch some of the older movies that are on there. Star Trek, some of the Star Trek episodes you can watch on there as well. Okay, but um, you know, and, and getting back to Prime, also Eric, Prime um, supports or they um, they provide a lot of movies that other streaming services offer in order to entice membership onto their platforms. For example, they will support. Uh, certain programs and movies that are air only on stars and that air only on max and only on paramount plus and the idea is when you click onto them the only way you can watch them off prime is if you subscribe to a membership on one of those platforms directly from there that that's very misleading i don't like that when you're when you're searching yeah yeah that's a massive boondoggle i don't like that new way of of searching right right and and i'm sure it comes out because you know they've gotten into the which i have one myself a fire tv and the fire stick and yeah so they've gotten into that that aspect of it 
And yeah. and so yeah, it's kind of like they have a like Roku does it, a search function. It'll tell you where you can find the show. Yeah. But when, but when you're in Prime, you think it's on Prime, and then you go to yeah. click on it. It's like no, you know, hit the button to subscribe. Like wait, what? Hit the button to subscribe or uh, pay to watch for six ninety nine. Yeah. Or, or something or you like could that. pay through. Yeah, you could pay through Amazon. See, I, right. yeah, it's it's like false advertising. I don't like it either. Yeah, I think it's a massive boondoggle too. So, I don't know, man. So basically, folks, what I'm saying is, all right. Don't don't give me the keys to a Porsche and let me walk off the lot with a Ford Pinto. All right. If Amazon Prime is going to do this and other ch- streaming platforms are going to increase or are going to increase their membership by adding more ad revenue, then give us an incentive to keep our membership. Offer us better content on the platforms. Add yeah. a, add, offer us better access to better content on the platforms. Give us a reason to actually come on this show like Pardon the Intermission and say, we love our membership, rather than lambasting it all the time. You know, I, I don't, and, and I agree with you, and I, and I don't know where this is going to lead, and that's what concerns me. It, <clears throat> it, could, it could be the best thing or the worst thing that happened to programs and shows because you know these companies are obviously spending huge amounts of money on a lot of these shows yeah like we're talking about uh the uh what was it the rings of power rings of they spend an ungodly amount of money stranger on things on netflix stranger things but yeah. that's a successful show it right? is yeah. rings of power i don't know if that was quite successful disney has crashed and burned oh big time. With, i don't know how many shows that they've spent a ton of money on my point is though yeah. going back and i and i still always say this and i preach it and i think it might happen that Especially a lot of these smaller time streamers like Tubi, mm-hmm. uh, Pluto TV. That you know we've talked about Freevee, yeah. right? All these smaller guys, they may kind of really slip in the market to where they 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 let a lot of independent creators yeah. come in that make these movies that are able to make these movies cheaply, but make good content yeah. and show and kind of sneak all this these this independent uh, 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 entertainment on us. Yeah, you know, and and actually, and and have people enjoy. It may be good for independent creators, is what I'm getting at. It could be, yeah. And it may set Blessing up a whole new model mm-hmm. of how to how to put up content, which doesn't going back to the we'll, we'll circle back around to the strike, which doesn't bode too well to the uh, the actors and the writers that are striking because yeah, if you can do this stuff outside the system for a lot cheaper, yeah. Um, and and a lot better content than maybe the trash cans of terror. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> you know? tr- trash. Oh, trash cans of terror. <laughs> you remember that one, trash cans Epic. of terror. I showed that to my stepfather and my mother like yeah, yeah. a couple days after you showed it to me. Yeah, they literally looked like they wanted to puke in a wastebasket. <laughs> That's how impressed they were with it. I still want to see the full movie though. I gotta admit, man. Right, I'm we gotta still... find a way to download that bad boy. But yeah, but uh, but anyway, yeah. So basically, I'm saying independent creators can have really a chance here to shine, and it may go yeah. the way that they, the studio, the big studio. The big studio blockbuster yeah. may be starting to die off. It may not be anymore. Yeah, I agree with you. It's looking like that. And very soon, I mean, it's... Even these platforms, they need more content. And mm-hmm. you know, let's just say people don't buy their stuff. And people get yeah. to a point where they have one or two that they, you know, that they choose from. And the others, they don't. I mean, yeah. that's going to... There's only so many eyeballs that can pay for this this content for these streaming services. So they're not going to be making the money that they used to make. Right. So point being is that they may also buy a lot of independent content cheaply. It's done well and that's, you know, well made. You got good stories, yep. good acting that can kind of slip in the back door here. Yeah. And yeah. That, that can upset the apple cart and be a whole new system of way that uh, content is made. Anyway, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So who knows, man? It could be uh, it, it could be a new way of doing things. It could be. Hey, 
That's it. Whoa. Talk about... Uh, that was crazy. Huh? That, that was went crazy. By, that went by quick. Are you sure that we hit our allotted time we there? Did. Yeah. Yeah. It's, you know what? We're going to talk... We were going to talk Ahsoka review. We're going to talk it on the next show. Yeah. We're going to hit Ahsoka. We will. And uh, talk about that great show. That ought to be fun. <laughs> anyway, guys, thanks for listening. Uh, as always, please review the show if you can. Uh, check us out on X, formerly Twitter, at PTI underscore podcast. And, and on Facebook at Pardon the Intermission. All right. You guys take care out there. Thank you for listening. And yep, peace out. God bless. Hey, thank you so much for listening. Now, I want you to go check out one of the other best podcasts around. It's called the No Focus Radio Hour. It has comedy and insight from the greatest minds in the know. And how do I know? Well, because I'm part of that great show also. So please go check it out. It's available on all your podcasting apps. The No Focus Radio Hour.